0: Well good morning, God bless you it's podcast day uh, Pastor Rich here I want to say hello to you first. let me pray for you, and then we 'll get right into this. I got some information i'd like to get to you today, so uh, heavenly Father, I thank you, and I just ask Lord for the anointing that destroys the yoke, the connectors of Satan, it destroys every yoke and removes and lifts. Uh, every burden. And we thank you today, Lord. The Bible says that your uh, yoke is easy and your burden is light. So we take on you now, Lord. We take on uh, the help from heaven. We put on Christ now. And we thank you, Lord, for a lightness and airiness about us. We thank you, Lord, for help from heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, I cast out, <clears throat> cast down every ungodly attack of Satan. And I thank you, Lord, for your anointing now. Uh, wherever we're listening from, wherever uh, we hear this, uh, whatever time we hear this from maybe May the anointing of God just radiate. Uh, may it just be like lightning, uh, and may it just uh, touch our bodies today in Jesus' mighty name. Well, Amen, and God bless you. Get your Bibles, get your notebook, and let's get ready uh, for another podcast together, another teaching. Uh, together uh, let me just help you out and, and exhort you here for a minute. I want you to understand that God is alive and well uh, nothing catches God off guard. there's nothing Satan can do. there's nothing that happens in the earth today that God doesn't know about. not only does he not know uh, that he does know about it uh, not only that but he he also has an answer pre it's already prepared an answer. Uh, for that shot of Satan or that attack of Satan. And understand this, too, that we've already obtained victory. Uh, God has already sealed the victory, and we obtain it by faith. According to the Scripture, uh, faith gives us the victory to overcome the world. So uh, our job is to stay in faith. Our job is to protect ourselves from the ungodly thoughts, the images, uh, the, the, the words uh, the, the information that's being spoken in the world today, our job is to protect ourselves from that nonsense and stay the way of heaven. If we stay the way of heaven, we'll stay the way of victory. Uh, go ahead and say amen to that. But that's the truth. So uh, once again, remember, God's not caught off guard. God's not nervous about what's happening in the world today. <clears throat> God's not disgusted uh, about it. I'm sure uh, he's very angry, but God knew. He knows from the beginning is the Alpha, the Omega God, the Beginning God, the Middle God, and the Ending God, and everything in between God. So, so God is all-knowing, all-omniscient, all uh, you know, he knows everything uh, at the time it's happening, he knows it before, and he knows the end. So there's nothing Satan can do that God doesn't already know and hadn't already prepared uh, an, an answer for. So glory be to God. Uh, you need to get, pull your head out of the earthly sand, uh, which would be uh, news, uh, media, information that you're, you're receiving on a daily basis. And you need to go ahead and peer into the heavenlies and receive some help from on high. Uh, go ahead, say amen to that. Well, uh, go ahead and share uh, the, this podcast. Encourage others to watch, listen, to tune in. I believe it's the information that we give out in these podcasts are life-changing. I believe they're a, a lifeline and a help uh, to many. So make sure you get this out. Uh, help us get the word out so that we can be a blessing to others. I want to talk about uh, the end-time attacks of Satan. If you follow me, or if you have been following me for any uh, any amount of time, you'll kind of see a pattern uh, which is really a calling and an assignment from heaven. And my main calling and assignment from heaven is not only to convey faith, uh, to give us strength or to teach the body of Christ to walk in continued victory, uh, but it also is to uh, teach you how to be a a heaven uh, warrior, an earth warrior with heaven attributes, uh, with the anointing of heaven, but then uh, to rise up to understand uh, the attacks of Satan, to rise up not only and and take the attack or take the blow, uh, but then to combat and to go ahead and get on the defensive and begin to win and take back ground. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. So uh, my assignment may not be uh, or may not look so glorious in the eyes of what we see in modern religion or modern, the modern church. However, I believe it is an end time assignment to prepare the body of Christ, not only to prepare true disciples, but also also rescue the, uh, those who uh, believe a, a false biblical truth uh, that once saved always saved I said a prayer 20 years ago I've done nothing with it and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just squeak my way into heaven no 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 uh, uh, one of my assignments is to teach the body prepare the body to become a disciple which is a constant continual learner uh, of the ways of heaven and and con, con, you know conform to to the ways of heaven, and I'm really excited and thankful that I've been given this assignment from heaven. But I want to talk about what I've seen and what I believe to be the greatest end time attack of Satan on the body of Christ. Uh, I, I don't know if the, the attack will change. I, I believe it'll always be against these two elements of your personal body or being. Uh, I've taught you this for years, but Satan always attacks your feelings and emotions uh, it's very simple. If he can get information to you uh, that, that can begin to uh, uh, operate or deal with your feelings and emotions. If he can get you out of heaven, in your mind, if he can get you out of heaven, uh, you know, in your feelings, uh, he can begin to change or manipulate uh, your emotions and your feelings and drive you a, a, down a new path or drive you away from God. And change uh, your way, the way you think about God. Change the way you think about the Bible, uh, and He can get some uh, ungodly, you know, things in you and begin to cause them to fester. So I just want to tell you this: that Satan has an all-out attack against the body of Christ, and I believe that the attack of today has been a mental attack. We've seen more people struggling, uh, you know, mentally than ever before. I'll say this even, I'll stretch this, and I don't want to offend anybody or hurt anybody in, in preaching and teaching, but I do bring uh, truths to the table. Sometimes the truth does hurt. But I believe, uh, yes, I believe that that COVID, that this disease, the, I believe it was fashioned and formed by science, by man, by man's hands under uh, the guidance of demons. And I believe the number one reason that they fashioned This uh, disease is to destroy the human race because that's the most important thing to God. The greatest commodity of heaven is souls, and I believe Satan, has uh, his number one attack is against a soul or against a person or a human being. But uh, understand this, that in this uh, COVID attack, he's done more than release a disease into society or into humanity. Uh, uh, With it has come this demon. Now, uh, when Satan attacks your mind mentally, he doesn't just attack it with thoughts. Those thoughts are accompanied by demons. And, and I believe there's a chief demon, and I believe he has a squadron, or a, a group, or a, a how, whatever words you want to give them. He has under him a company of demons, and he dispatches them. But I believe that there's a ringleader demon, and his job given to him by Satan is to attack humanity mentally or to bring a mental attack against humanity. And I believe we've seen that like never before. I believe that even still today, you know, two and a half or however long it's been, how many months it's been since COVID has come to our shores. uh, I believe that we have seen uh, the greatest attack against uh, uh, humanity and that attack has been a, a mental assault. Now, uh, I'm not saying, once again, there's not a disease, there's not a germ, there's not an infection, uh, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, However, what I am saying is I'm saying the bigger problem is the mental effect that is brought to our shores. And as now we even see it shrinking back a little bit. I know in in some states I hate to bring uh, politics in, uh, but uh, Satan is the god of politics and politics are evil, so we've got to be wise, and we've got to combat them at any cost. And we can see this even now, that the blue states are, are, are you know, grabbing for straws, trying to keep this demon alive. Uh, we can see, uh, you know, in, in the red states have pushed this thing back, are, are on their way to recovery from this thing. Uh, you ask me a question, do I think it'll ever go uh, fully? Uh, the disease, maybe, the demon, no. Uh, I'm one of those, and I believe biblically uh, we can obtain the same answer, the same uh, statement uh, that uh, we've seen in the past, that once a certain demon has come out of the box, so to speak, uh, he is here to stay. We have to contend with him, or we'll have to cast him out, cast him down. Now, uh, these demons, whether there's one, one million, a hundred million, a billion, doesn't matter how many. Uh, They shouldn't frighten the body of Christ because God's given us uh, divine authority. Come on now, say amen to this. Divine authority or heaven's authority or supernatural authority uh, he has conveyed upon us over all demon forces, over every demon. And and the attack that humanity is dealing with should not uh, be the attack of the church that the church deals with. We should rise up and combat uh, this evil demon and combat this attack against America, and we should live and walk in victory every day of our life. Can someone say amen to that as well? Now you say, is there hope for America? Well, uh, there's hope for Americans. Pay very close attention to what I'm telling you. There's hope for Americans, the people. Uh, There's hope for the citizens. But as far as the land, uh, America, with any other part of, of land or sea, uh, on the globe, on the planet today, there is no hope uh, for, for uh, what is left behind after the rapture. God has made it very clear uh, that he will rapture his church out, his bride. Uh, he'll remove them, and, and then all, if you excuse the expression, uh, but all hell will then break loose, uh, meaning the judgment of God, the wrath of God will fall uh, on the planet, on everything that's left behind. Uh, they will see the fierce wrath and the judgment of God uh, that no man ever wants to see. Uh, that'll be a seven-year period. is broken in half by two, three-and-a-half-year periods. But it'll be seven years uh, uh, total. And at that time, uh, the earth and everything in it will uh, receive the wrath of God, which will be very fierce, very sharp. Uh, and, and no man will stand the wrath of God. So... Uh, When I say that there's hope for Americans, yes, you can choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you can be taken in the rapture, or you can stay behind and deal with the wrath of our God. Uh, You know, you say, well, that's not fair. Well, it's extremely fair, because evil uh, must receive payment or punishment for what it's done to God's people. Uh, So if you want out, uh, it's very fair that God's given you a way of out. It's beyond fair, to be quite honest with you, that he's He's given his son Jesus, his only son, uh, Jesus, and he's given him not only uh, as a sacrifice, but he's given him as payment for our sin. And the Bible says that Jesus became sin for us. Not only did he, be, he become our sin, but he became the payment of our sin, and he paid what belonged to us. And God offers that to every person, that we would call on the name of Jesus We would receive him uh, in our our inner being as our Lord and Savior, and we would be saved from this wrath. So uh, once again, God doesn't damn you. Uh, God doesn't choose to leave you out of the rapture. God doesn't damn you to hell. God has made uh, everything available for you uh, to to, uh, remove yourself uh, from these judgments and and his wrath. You just have to make a choice now. Come on, preach him pretty good. Go ahead and say amen. So uh, now back to this this mental uh, attack. The, this demon, and I believe it comes in waves, and it's a, a surging attack. I, I speak that not as a prophet, but prophetically, that this demon uh, is, has, has blanketed uh, our world today, and uh, he is releasing, uh, uh, you know, fallen angels, demons into cities, into nations, into communities, into people, uh, and they bring a weight or a heaviness or a burden that attacks you mentally, then we can even say this, uh, wherever your mind goes, your body goes. Whatever state your, your mind is in, your body will follow. Uh, if you think about uh, people with Alzheimer's disease, I think I said that correctly, uh, if you think about this, their mind goes first and then their body begins to shrivel and, and, and come to naught. It follows their mind. So if Satan uh, can control your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions, uh, if he can begin to, to snare you, or the uh, another word we'll get into here in Isaiah ten twenty seven, if he can begin to yoke you or to put a yoke on you, uh, he can begin to drive you to total destruction or to naught, meaning to the end, to death. Uh, let's look at Isaiah 20, ten twenty seven real quick. It talks about uh, for the the the, the anointing uh, remo- removes or, or, or lifts and removes burdens and it destroys yokes. Now I've talked you about the yoke. I've talked you about uh, the livestock yoke, but I want to simplify it today because I know a lot of us aren't farmers. A lot of us don't come from the old farm school where there was yokes and oxen, so it's kind of outdated in in that uh, matter. However, the the truth, the meaning is not outdated. It's very apparent uh, and very live and powerful today. So if we look at that word yoke, and if we take on a a good and true biblical definition beside the the, uh, farm tool or, you know, with oxen and a wooden uh, attachment, so on and so forth. And we just simply define it as a connector. Everybody say the yoke uh, is a connector. So let me reread this in our, our new uh, you know uh, definition here. Uh, the anointing uh, dis- uh, destroys the connector and removes the burden. The anointing destroys the, the connector. What are you talking about? What, what connector? The the thing that Satan uh, connects to you with the anointing destroys that. So now Satan can't put a connector on you. We give Satan things to connect to. So let's say this: let's say in a in a wayward Christian state, uh, we call it in the, in the household of faith, we call it a, a, a backslidden. You're serving God, then you slid backwards, or you regressed. You went in reverse. In a backslidden state, uh, you begin to uh, uh, default uh, to your old ways. You you reset to your old ways. Uh, So whenever there's sin in your life, you've given Satan something to connect to. Uh, So let's say this. uh, Understand that Satan has a high tax and he always collects. Let's say that again. That's pretty good. Satan uh, has a high tax penalty fee. And he always collects. He's got demon collectors, and he will collect. No one will will, will get outside of uh, uh, Satan's taxation. Uh, He always collects. So uh, if you uh, dabble, operate, and sin, uh, Satan knows that sin is his or that operation belongs to him, and and you've uh, included yourself in it. And so now you owe Satan, and he's going to collect. So it lets be like this. If you're a married man or a woman, and you go outside of your marri- outside of the marriage uh, bond uh, that you've asked God to join you and fashion you and becoming one flesh, and then you pick up this uh, this mental uh, information, idea, image that the grass is greener on the other side, and you go outside of your marriage, find another spouse or, or another uh, person uh, to have uh, sexual Uh, relationships with, a relationship with, uh, and then you think you're going to go back to your spouse and everything's going to be just fine. No, no, no. See, the problem is uh, you've touched something. You've involved yourself uh, with a a seed or with something that belonged to Satan. You've eaten the fruit of Satan. And now uh, once you've touched that fruit, indulged in that fruit, Satan uh, now has a right to you, and you now are going to pay the tax of that fruit, and it'll either cost you you your marriage. It'll cost you. You know, it'll be a a burden on your marriage. I hope hope not lifelong, but it could be. You know, it's very hard to recover uh, from a a marriage a marital affair. Uh, you know, that what the intent of God. The intent of God was one man would get with one woman. God would join them, wrap them together as a three-cord strand, and those two would become one flesh and stay together for life and bring no outsiders within that marriage uh, covenant. That's the intent of God. And the minute you defy that, uh, you then bring in Satan. You bring in Satan's ways, but then you bring in the fee that Satan, come on, charges for eating his fruit. Or going into his fields, I'm preaching a lot better than what you're saying. All right, let let's say you're, 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 you're you know loyal people, and you fought that demon. Well, let's go on down the road. Let's say fear. Let's say uh, you know perversion on the internet. Let's say alcohol. Uh, let's say drugs. Let's say prescription drugs. Let's say uh, rated R movies. Let's say uh, I mean I don't know you know what kind of uh, thing you have given Satan to connect to in the past. Let's say bad attitude. Uh, let's say short temper. Uh, wh- whenever you go into the field of Satan, uh, once again, Satan, uh, you've given Satan something to hook up to. That's a yoke. Satan now has has hooked up to you. Uh, I don't know if you know about boats or docks or anything like that, but I'll just say this: uh, when you go into the fields of Satan and begin to eat or indulge in the fruit of Satan, uh, you give Satan a cleat or or a a, a a some kind of object to tie to. And when he ties to you, uh, he now controls you. Uh, he, he now is leading you. It, it'd be like a lead rope uh, to livestock. He, he's tied to you now and he's leading you until you pay. So if you want to hide in that sin, uh, well Satan's gonna be your leader because until you break you know ties, and you pay the fee, you pay the cost. You Remember, sin will always find you out. Uh, you're, you're not going to hide your sin and your sin go away. It'll tax your body, it'll tax you mentally, it'll tax your marriage, it'll tax you, tax you financially, it'll tax your peace, it'll tax your joy, something like that. The best thing you could ever do uh, when you uh, recognize and realize that you've gone into the fields of Satan and you've eaten ungodly fruit is to admit it uh, and quit it and get someone around you, confess it, and let them hold you accountable, and deal with the cost you know immediately, and not span it out uh, for years on end. So uh, that's just some wisdom there. I hope I'm helping you pretty good uh, today. I want to read to you a few more scriptures here. Let's go into Romans 12, one of my favorite passages. Uh, once again, if you you follow me, you know that I, I preach and teach this a lot through the years, but 12, 1 and 2 says, "'I beseech you, therefore, brethren, "'by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, if you've been in our New Way Church uh, uh, services, you know that I'm in the middle of a a discipleship series or the series I've actually deemed End Time Believer, and it's part of the discipleship series. If I reread this, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice that word, living and sa- living sacrifice, is a disciple. As you present your body a disciple, a constant, consistent learner. A constant, consistent learner is continually sacrificing uh, his way, her way, uh, for, for God's way. Amen. That's a good word. Uh, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then uh, 12 here, or 2 rather, says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that what is uh, uh, what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Uh, once again, say amen to this. So uh, we need to uh, get into a position or, or, or get into uh, a discipleship a mindset that we're conforming continually into the ways of God. That, that, that I'm not, I haven't arrived, uh, however, uh, I, I've, I'm better than I used to be, but I'm not as good as I'm going to be and I'm not where I need to be, but I'm going to strive daily to get there. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, word as well. Uh, so in discipleship, you're always moving, you're always going in the direction of God. You're forgetting ungodly things and you're replacing them with godly ways, godly ideas and, and, and on <clears throat> excuse me, and on it goes. I want to take you to Ephesians six real quick. Galatians, <coughs> get back there, uh, Galatians, Ephesians, after, behind Romans, after the Corinthians, uh, and then get into Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6. Now understand this was a letter written to the church in Ephesus, so this was a letter written to the body of Christ. Uh, this is part of the pastoral pixels, uh that uh, Paul was uh, operating as a pastor, uh, writing uh, information uh, to the body as a shepherd figure, uh, so on and so forth. But I want to read to you here uh, uh, 6, 11, and 12, uh, chapter 6, 11, and 12. And he says, well, let's read 10 because it kind of is a prelude in, into this uh, truth. But he says, uh, finally, uh, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, anointing. Remember, the anointing removes, destroys the connector. So finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, when we see that word wiles, I know it's not a modern word. Uh, it's not a, a, a you know, we don't speak that way any longer. But it's a simple word, and it just means the ways or, or it means the, um, uh, the methods of Satan. That's all that means. So, uh, you, you know, you can... Uh, go ahead and bypass the King James V word and you can go ahead and uh, you know understand that just means or get another translation that, that uh, helps you amplify it but it just means the methods of Satan. So if we know that there's a method today because the preachers telling you and prophesying to you that there's a method uh, that Satan is attacking us mentally. Uh, there's a mental attack on the body of Christ. And uh, we know that. So then we go into 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand uh, the attack of the evil day, it says here. But I'm going to add this. Uh, not changing the, the value of Scripture, but I'm just trying to amplify it. That you may be able to withstand the, the seasonal, the hourly, and the time uh, timed attacks of Satan. Uh, if you put on the whole armor of God, you'll be able to do that. And then he goes on and says, Stand therefore having your loins girt about with the truth, having the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, uh, wherewith uh, you should be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now I want to look at the helmet of salvation for a moment. If Satan Satan is attacking us mentally, uh, and God's given us armor, and part of that armor is not only uh, defensive, but there's also offensive, but we know there's defensive armor. Well, the defensive armor but, um, would be The uh, shield, or the not only shield of faith, but the helmet of salvation. Now, if we put on, you say, "Well, how? What is is the helmet of salvation, preacher?" Well, I'm glad you asked. The helmet of salvation is simply uh, a Christian thought process. It's putting on a Christian mindset. It's putting on a heavenly mindset. It's putting on a, a God mindset. It's overcoming. Uh, your natural ways without the kingdom of God, and and pulling uh, down from heaven who you've become, and placing uh, within yourself. Back to Romans 12, being that transformation process. That uh, I don't think in line with the world. I'm a heaven being now, and I think uh, with a heavenly. Uh, thoughts. I think in a heavenly realm and I have a, a helmet of salvation that I put on that conveys to me, that 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 surges to me and within me the, the way that heaven thinks, the protection of heaven over my mind, over my thoughts. Let me tell you this, if you don't always uh, um, uh, answer or engage with the flirts of Satan, I like saying it like that, Because Satan always, you know, uh, propositions uh, uh, us, there's always a choice, there's always, uh, it's almost like flirtatious, like he almost always makes it appear better than what it is, it's really, the word is deception. But he offers you things. Now, uh, a lot of times, just having the helmet of salvation on, you'll bypass, you're not even going to see it. Because you don't have, you you got on heavenly eyes now. You got on a heavenly mind now, so you'll rise above the majority uh, of the things that Satan offers you. Offers you just by putting on the helmet of salvation. Now, if it's a direct attack, hit you right between the eyes, and you got this helmet of salvation, uh, you'll have a heavenly answer, or or you'll you'll be able to combat. You you possess combatives, and that's a certain weapons, and that's the ability to use those weapons, and a lot of your weapons are to speak uh, out of a heaven mindset or a heaven knowledge, and those those are released as combatives, and they combat. Uh, come on now. Uh, and, and they're very dangerous, and you become very skillful in your use of these heavenly weapons. So uh, as long as Satan is trying to attack the body of Christ mentally, uh, and God has given us armor to combat not only is he giving us armor and, and, and shields and weapons to combat uh, weapons of our warfare, uh, but he's also given us the anointing that removes whatever uh, we received or allowed in before we put on the armor. So you can get cleaned under the anointing. Oh, I'm running out of time. Let, let me end it this way. I know I, I didn't even pick up on last week's a second part, but this got so big in my heart today, and I promise you I'll, I'll, I'll finish uh, last week's points. We'll tie this together, but you're going to have to follow me. You're going to have to become a partner of Richard Summer of the Ministries, a partner of these podcasts, and we're going to get a lot of work done. We're going to make headway uh, in, in this thing we call life, and we're going to live as champions, as victors uh, in this life that we're living, and we're going to leave this earth together, and we're going to make heaven. We're going to make the rapture, and we're going and we're going. Hey, come on, say amen. But uh, back to this, I'll get on to or, or get into uh, the oil of heaven because the oil of heaven flows uh, in the house of God. The church is the house of oil. Come on now. The church is the house of oil. Oil is a representation of the anointing. Uh, so if you need to be cleaned, if you need to, you know, to be repositioned, uh, if you need to be refashioned, to the place where you can then place, uh, put the armor of God on, you need to find a house of oil. Not every church has the house of oil because not every church is ordained or ordered of the Lord. But if you find a church where God is welcome and and where God is the, the high priest of that house, Jesus is the high priest of that house, God is the father of that house, and he's welcome there and his ways shine in that house, and his ways flow freely in that house, and man does not govern the truth of God's Word or take out or choose what he wants to say, but let God be the head of that house. That That house is a house of oil. It's a place of oil. It's where you come not only to get clean, to get the connectors destroyed, but it's a place of refreshing. Come on now, say amen. It's a place of power, uh, and it's a place that you come to get filled. And I don't have time to get into the Ten Virgin teaching uh, but it's a place where you come to get filled. Well, a person that's full of oil is, is off limits to Satan because there's no room for the demonic. He's full. If you have a full glass and you pour something else in it, uh, it, it spills over, it, it can't uh, penetrate. There's no room for it. That's, it's occupied, it's full. And you got to find a house of oil to be full. Wow. I hope this helped you. I know we're going a little longer, but I call it a, a little extra bonus. Uh, but don't deal with, refuse to deal with these last time demons, uh, combat them, uh, you know, uh, walk the way of God, become a good disciple, find a man maker, find a man or a woman, you know, a pastor couple, preferably if you can, and, and find a, a man, a, man, uh, a man's going to make a man. So there's women maker, They're man makers, but find someone that is a true discipler that can fashion you into a, and form you into a God-man who has the boldness, who has the, the tools of heaven that can carve away, cut away the ungodliness and, and fashion you and, and form you into a God-man. Well, I'm out of time. I love you. Share this, please. Uh, get this out. Uh, You know, text it to somebody, put some pictures on social media. Until next time, uh, Pastor Richard Summerlin, I love you and thank God for you.